नमस्ते जय शिवाय आई गेट दिस क्वेश्चन अ लॉट वेर पीपल थिंक माइंड इज जस्ट जस्ट एन ऑब्स्टेकल एंड थॉट्स आर अनदर ऑब्स्टेकल एंड माइंड जस्ट कीप्स गोइंग हियर एंड देयर एंड देयर आई अंडरस्टैंड दिस कुड बी अ ट्रबल दिस कुड बी अ प्रॉब्लम रियल प्रॉब्लम फॉर सीकरस इन देयर इनिशियल स्टेज येस दिस इज वेरी मच ऑफ अ प्रॉब्लम बिकॉज माइंड हैज नॉट लर्नड लिटल बिट ऑफ टेमिंग और यू हैव नॉट लर्नड दैट देयर इज नथिंग इन दिस संसार विच कैन गिव यू एवर लास्टिंग पीस which can give you everlasting happiness it's nothing like that it's nothing in the world nothing in the sansara once that understanding happens then definitely mind has no reason to run away what was my wife cooking or what was happening here what was happening with my sister in law or how about i go and look for this new car new house this and that so all the objects and subjects of sansara are actually deleted from your mind once this understanding happens that nothing can give you everlasting peace and nothing can give you everlasting happiness happiness but even after that time to time mind will go on you know some kind of nonsense frenzy and <laughs> go for some kind of thought spree where you just cannot stop the flow of flow of thoughts in your mind and then very soon people start seeing mind as a hindrance in the spiritual progress thoughts as some kind of obstacles in the spiritual journey so to all those people who think like that just just ask one question to yourself you understand that parmatma god divine is ultimately compassionate being he is the height at the height of highest level of compassionate being if you want to even call it a being whatever so you understand that parmatma is ultimately compassionate so just now compare it with the compassion in you with in comparison to for your child you may have compassion for your child for your spouse for your life partner or for your mother father sister brother friend whosoever in general so if you are raising a child will you give your child something to torture him all the punishments that parents give to the kids as part of growing up do they do that to torture the child no they do that so that child becomes a better version of himself one day that punishment is also the part of that same plan nothing ever is given to the child just on the name of you know trying to take out cruelty yeah i am not saying there are not bad parents or there are not bad human beings yes there are and some of them might be doing all that out of cruelty out of vengeance out of taking revenge or something dirty and i'm not talking about those people here definitely this journey is spiritual journey is not at all about all those dirty mind people okay so let's just put them aside i'm talking about sane people nice relatively nice people that all the punishments as a parent as a brother sister mother father or whatever so why do they give punishment or why do they give anything to the child 
just so that they can progress in the journey of their life. They can someday survive themselves. They become a good citizen in this lifetime. Right? That's the purpose. So exactly in the same way. You think Paramatma has given us this body to torture us? Paramatma has given us a mind to torture us? Paramatma has given us a way to express through emotions and that is also to torture us? No, <laughs> nothing like that. Nothing in our existence is useless. Nothing in our existence was given to us to harm us. To give us some kind of obstacle course. To give us some kind of hindrances. Let's see. Paramatma wasn't thinking. Let's see how you attain moksha. <laughs> I will give you 99,000 problems. And I will make your system defective. So you never reach there. Manufacturer's fault. <laughs> Nothing like that. Paramatma did not give you this body to torture you. This body becomes a becomes an aid for us to attain moksha, to walk, walk our spiritual journey. This mind was given to us to be able to reflect the chitvrittis that we have within, vasanas that we have within, sanskaras that we have within. If you do not understand what is vasanas, chitvrittis or um, sanskaras, then I created Yoga Darshan Patanjali videos. You can find them on my channel and you can watch them if you do not understand what I am talking about. But yeah. So mind was given to us to be able to see within. Emotions were given to us to be able to reflect us within. They were they are not at all some kind of, you know, hindrances or obstacles. They are the tools given to us. Ego is not a problem. Ego was given to us so we can survive in this world where 90% people around us are living either in fear or in varying degrees of cruelty. I'm not saying all of them are hardwired to be cruel or they are outright cruel people or criminals or anything like that. No, but varying degrees of cruelty. Cruelty is also when you go on beating yourself in your head all the time. I'm not good. I'm not good. I am worthless, I am useless, I am this, I am that. That is also cruelty that you are doing towards yourself. Okay. So 99% are in that varying degrees of cruelty are around you. So ego was given to us as a savior. That the problem becomes when we start, you know, decorating that ego. Through whatever we achieve or whatever we do, we start decorating that ego. That's when it becomes a problem. All the extra decoration becomes a problem. Otherwise, it was just to safeguard us. For example, ego is also when you play a particular role. Asmita takes a form. Asmita takes an identity. Identities are not so much of a problem if you see them in the right perspective. A guru needs to be a guru. When a disciple is in, the, in, his, in his or her uh, company, when they are dealing with disciples or students. A parent needs to be a parent when they are raising a child. A brother needs to be a brother. An employee needs to be an employee when they are doing something or dealing with their bosses and all that. Right? So identities as such in themselves, 
when they are seen in the right perspective are not a problem our attachment to those identities is a problem you understand that your attachment to those identities your all the efforts in trying to save those identities is a problem your attachment with them is a problem lot of enlightened gurus they are born out of somebody right so they have parents families and even though they might have given the homely life long ago and they do not understand relationships anymore after enlightenment and everybody is like just everybody and anybody and they themselves are like very ordinary per person but lot of people still see them as sister like like me lot of my people around my family i'm sister to them i'm mother to them so they still see me in that frame am i going in trying and save that mother identity in me am i going in trying to save the sister identity in me or the somebody's child's identity in me or whatever no do i have attachment to those identities and identities no do i have attachment to even this identity as a guru no so the attachment to the identities is a problem and that's when we, our ego becomes decorated and ego becomes a problem right so there are two ways to go about in your spiritual journey one is you go into a cave and seriously forget about the outer outer and external world and seriously meditate day and night day and night day and night for few years in 10 years in 5 years in 10 years in 20 years in some amount of years you will gain an ability to see within your own chitta to see your own vasanas you do not need anybody any human being to reflect that you do not need any play of your own mind and emotion to reflect that but that is not a possibility that is not a luxury everybody has a lot of us are born in sansara have karmic attachments in sansara have karmic responsibilities in the sansara we were not born in the cave to a mother who left us outside the house of the lailama no that is not what has happened lot of you are married a lot of you have responsibility of parents and families and this and that and have children that does not mean you cannot walk your spiritual path but at the very same time if you are born in sansara use sansara to reflect what you have with him and what do you need to use as a tool in order to do that you need your mind you need your emotions emotions emo- whenever you interact with somebody anybody around you your mind will your emotions will respond in one way or the other or they will react in one way or the other the moment that response comes the moment that re- reaction happens just try to examine it try to do introspection on that analyze that that is how you will see raga with him because some people with some people you will have outright attachments you will see dvesha within because with some people you have complete aversion with you don't want to see them you don't want to talk to them you just dislike them for this or that or whatever reason does reasons are does not matter but just see in order to see the play off 
raga and dvesha within. You need people. You need sansara. And you need your mind and emotions as a tool. And that is the whole purpose they were given to us. Because after all, Paramatma knew if everybody starts living in Himalayas and you know meditating in the cave, who will survive? Who will sur- you know survive the sansara itself? Sansara won't survive. Sansara won't go on. So we do need some people down below who can provide as a support and some people, yet some people will get out from even that. So it's the same river. River remains same. Some people are drowned. Some people swim it. So sansara remains same. Some people will get attached to it and it will become, that's very same sansara becomes a cause of bandhana, bondage for some people. And they keep on going from life to birth, birth to life and that kind of a life cycle. But for some people, it becomes a support to attain moksha. So if you are born in a sansara, you must just use sansara. Use your mind, body and tool, mind, body and emotions to reflect what is within. Don't see them as a hindrance. Don't see them as a you know, obstacle kind of some that don't see your mind as something that needs to be discarded. Yes, ultimately it will be discarded after all when your house is all built. Who needs a hammer? You don't keep on carrying hammer all the time when your job is done. So tools have their applicability. Tools needs to be used at, at the right time. When you need a screwdriver, do not use hammer at that time. Okay, and when you need a um, hammer, don't try to do the job with a screwdriver. So exactly is the same thing. When you need to use mind, use mind. When you need to reflect uh, using emotions, use emotions. When you need to reflect and do analysis of that reflection, use your brain, use your mind, use your intellect. And when you go about around people with people and start meeting people here and there, making relationships, getting involved with everybody, you need your body, you need your body. That's it. After that, after the job is done, then... You put aside all, you, all those t- tools and stuff will automatically be pushed aside. So have faith, have an understanding that just like as a parent, as an elder to anybody, to your brother, sister, to your cousins, to your friend, to your child, anybody, just like as, a, as an elder, you won't give anything. To take out some revenge, cruelty or to stop somebody from living their life purpose. You won't do that. So why do you think an ultimate compassionate being, Paramatma, Divine, God will give us something which stops us from pursuing our spiritual journey. Which stops us from coming to his house or which stops us from merging into him. Why would you think Paramatma would do that? No, he hasn't done that. He gave us body, he gave us mind, he gave us emotions, everything in your existence just so that it is easier for you to go and merge in the source. Nothing was given to stop you. Okay, I hope you understand. Namaste. Jai Shivaya.